Welcome to a realm where personal growth meets expansive spirituality and where we're not just scratching the surface. We're diving deep, widening our perspectives and having a darn good time doing it. This is the Enlightened Podcast and I am your host, Jen Hamilton. You'll enjoy an infusion of motivation, empowerment and inspiration that will resonate in every aspect of your life. Expect captivating stories, heartfelt musings, and my own personal experiences. But that's not all. I'm bringing awe-inspiring individuals to the table, so get ready to meet some remarkable souls whose wisdom and stories will leave you spellbound. No topic is off limits here. Brace yourself for raw authenticity, unfiltered vulnerability, and yes, the occasional splash of explicit language. We're delving into the realms of the esoteric, mystical, and the woo-woo, unafraid to explore the extraordinary. So if you are ready to venture beyond the surface, to explore the depths of your soul, and to awaken the magic of life, if your heart says yes, then hit that play button and let the Enlightened Podcast guide you on this remarkable expedition. Hey, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of the Enlightened Podcast. I'm your host, Jen, and we are here for a solo snippet today. And it's really funny because this one's just completely off the cuff. I was thinking to myself before I hit record, what is it that I want to share that's on my soul today? And this is the whole point of solo snippets is to be able to just share what's on my heart. And it's funny because in the notes section of my phone, I have um, a document called solo snippets with like ideas of things that I want to share. And I literally have nothing written underneath it. One probably because I haven't sat down to think about it properly, but also because I really want to just be able to speak in the moment with what is real. And what I wanted to share today is the importance of building a relationship with yourself and knowing that you can always back yourself because of the deep and utter love and respect that you hold for yourself. Now, I wasn't always the way I am now. I wasn't always full of self-love. I always wasn't always, you know, in a space of nourishing myself. This has really taken many, many years to cultivate. And I feel as though, especially in the last, I would say six months, I have dived or dove, dived, dove, same, same, but different. I have dived even deeper inwards with myself, with a deeper level of self-awareness and come out with so much more love and respect for myself. And this is following the separation that I went through in May last year. And I feel as though the separation that I went through was a catalyst for me to basically meet a new version of myself again, a version of myself that I kind of hadn't known for the three years that I was in this past relationship. But not to mention like in those three years, the amount of work that I did on myself, the amount of like plant medicine that I sat with, the amount of meditations that I did and breathwork ceremonies, like all of the work that I do on myself that cultivates this, you know, complete liberated conscious version of myself that I am, whilst also being still human and learning a lot along the way, I feel as though I've reconnected with myself in a way that I didn't even know was possible, I guess, because when I was in this relationship, there was a lot of energy giving into the, the partnership that I was in. And that's very normal. And I'm finding, you know, since I have stepped out of being in a relationship and just being on my own and I've got myself to worry about and I've got my two beautiful children to worry about, I've had so much more time and space and energy through being on my own 
to just get to know myself again. And I can hand on my heart say that I freaking love myself. I love my life. I respect myself. And every single one of my decisions that I make, every conscious decision that I make comes from a place of wanting to thrive and wanting to do the best for myself and wanting to evolve into all that I came here to be. And the way that I have discovered this love for myself is noticing that just because I do the work or just because I'm a coach or just whatever bullshit story that I tell myself, just because I'm in this space does not ever mean that I am exempt from going through any sort of a shitstorm or any sort of heartbreak or any sort of like what the fuckness. It's just given me tools to be able to support myself through those times. And I've noticed in the last six months just how incredible that journey essentially back inwards has been. And I guess that's why also like I've dabbled in dating very mildly here and there. I've dipped my toe in a couple of times. I've been on the apps. I've been off the apps. I've been on the apps again. You know, I've met people and I've kind of, you know, retracted back and I've created some really big boundaries around what it is that I do want and what it is that I don't want. And I'm really, really mindful of who I let into my space and who has access to me and my energy. And because I am so particular about who comes into my field and where my energy is going, I'm really mindful that a lot of my energy that I have to give gets given back to myself. And through that, there's been so much more self-awareness and self-discovery and self-nourishment and ultimately self-love. And so I invite you to check in with yourself. Now, it doesn't matter whether you're single, whether you're partnered, whether you're poly and you know spreading your seeds everywhere. It doesn't matter you know, your, your relationship status. It's about where is your energy going, whether it's to work or a business or to children or to hobbies or to things and places and people that, you know, might not actually be filling your cup back up again. Are you ensuring that you're refilling your own cup and having that time to connect with yourself to either sit down and do a meditation or journaling? You've probably heard me bang on about this before. Journaling is one of my favorite things to do. I always find that I can't write quick enough when I'm journaling. And because of this, my mind is moving at a pace where I know what I want to say and put down on the paper, but it's like it's already moved through me before the pen can write the words on the paper. And I already have the answers that I'm looking for by the time those words come out. So I feel like it's like it's therapy for me. You know, plus I've got some really beautiful friends in my corner, you know, both male and female that I can talk to. I have such a beautiful relationship with my family, especially my parents, that I can talk to about things and just, you know, invite in others to see things from a different perspective. But there is nothing quite like going inwards and being with yourself and discovering who you are. And I know firsthand how hard this can be if you don't have a beautiful relationship with yourself, if you haven't experienced love for yourself, if you've abandoned yourself, or if there's you know trauma that you've experienced that you don't want to look at, or if you're so used to doing things that aren't in alignment with your highest good, it's very normal to think, well, I don't want to just be alone with my thoughts. I don't want to, I don't want to sit and journal. I don't want to face off with my staff. 
And I remember quite a few years ago, I had the opportunity to go and house sit for someone who was away for a little while. And they had a really, really beautiful um, property at a remote location. And they said, look, I'm going away for a little while. I'll leave you out a key. You're welcome to, you know, come and use my place. You know, everything there is yours. Like it was gorgeous. It had a fireplace. It was like cozy in the winter time. And I thought to myself, that sounds like the worst thing ever because then I'm left alone with my thoughts. And there wasn't there wasn't a TV. Um, they yet yeah, for some reason they didn't have a TV. Some, some people don't, I get it. Um, but they didn't have a TV, so it wasn't like I could just kick back and watch Netflix. I was actually scared to be with my thoughts and I made sure I had plenty of stuff to do. Like I had my big sketch pad that I put all my work stuff in. I thought I just got to keep my mind busy. And I was almost like I was so scared to get there and just switch off from everything and just be alone with my thoughts. And I remember thinking to myself, no, I'm going to take them up on this opportunity. I'm going to go there. And I remember arriving there on the day and I was so I was so nervous to just be with myself because it had been so long since I'd had time out to just be, to just be with my thoughts, to just think or to just go inwards for any sort of, you know, anything longer than half an hour. And so I was there for a couple of days and I really, really loved it. I started treating myself like I would a friend and I started just sort of checking in with myself often. And I started asking myself the questions like, why would I be uncomfortable to just be with myself? Like, I'm the one that's got to be with myself 24-7. Why not create almost like a, a, a coexistence, a, a, you know, a, a relationship with my own thoughts and my own heart that actually feels so beautiful to be part of. And from there, I started building on that and building on that. And it's not just something that you just go in and you do and it's overnight and it's done. It is a relationship that you cultivate every single day. And I find now, and this is, gosh, this is like five years ago, four or five years ago that I was you know, at this friend's property going through this. And so, you know, the journey that I've been on over these last few years has been, you know, cultivating that relationship with self. However, for three years, I was also in a relationship. So I, you know, there was times where I was definitely abandoning myself to pour energy into my relationship and, you know, to my partner at the time. And now since that relationship ended and calling all of those pieces back and getting to be with myself, it's like it's just opened up this whole new, really magical experience that I get to be so in touch with myself. And this might sound a little bit crazy, but I love the conversations that I get to have with myself, not only myself, but you know, also my I talk to my spirit team a lot. Like I have a really amazing spirit team around me. And when I ask questions, I can hear them back. And it's not hearing with my human ears, it's hearing with my my spiritual ears, my internal ears, my intuitive ears. And so I get to hear from them or I might ask, you know, certain questions or for guidance. And then I just, you know, I wait for an answer to come through. And I find that I love being in my own company. I love being able to have time away, you know, when my kids are at school or at their dad's place and it's just me on my own. I thrive in that. And not for a moment would I call myself an introvert that I don't like being around people because I'm such a social butterfly. I have a lot of friends. I have a big, you know, network around me. And I love going out and being social and meeting new people. But I love coming home and just checking in with myself. And, you know, for me, sometimes that's just having my cacao in the morning, sitting down with my journal, or even just sitting there. I don't even have to write. 
I can sit outside on the patio or I can sit in bed or, you know, sit out the front of my house and just enjoy being with myself and listening to what's going on inside. And I promise you, this is the most peaceful I have ever felt because I am not at war with myself. And because I know myself so deeply, I know what it is that I do want. I know what it is that I don't want. I know more and more every day who I am and what it is that I want to cultivate in this life. And what that's doing for me is opening up my eyes even further to what is possible in this world. What is it? What's possible for me to bring forward through my work as a friend, as a mother? It feels like I'm so solidified in my own truth and life is always going to throw curveballs as well. So there's always going to be circumstances that arise at some point where we feel like, hang on a second, this is throwing me off kilter a little bit. Is this, is this who I am? Am I not being true to myself? Have I, have I done something to upset somebody? But when you back yourself, when you love and respect yourself, when you deeply know yourself, you'll know exactly your version of right and wrong. You'll know exactly who you are and how you choose to show up in this world. And so that is my little solo snippet for today. The invitation for you moving forward is asking yourself the question, do you truly deeply love and respect and nourish yourself every single day? Do you carve time to be able to get in touch with yourself and just create that self-awareness? And if you don't, first of all, how can you invite in some time to be able to cultivate a deeper relationship with yourself? And what would life look like if you were able to do that? Anyway, my love, thank you so much for joining me on this solo snippet. And I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I hope you love the Enlightened podcast and the biggest compliment you can give me is subscribing to this podcast, sharing it and leaving a rating and review. Feel free to follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Jen Hamilton official and the podcast handle is Enlightened underscore podcast. You can also find the video version on YouTube on my channel. Just search Enlightened and don't forget to hit subscribe. Have a beautiful day and enjoy living the enlightened journey of life.